Welcome to the first ever PT show with Peter Todd and Tosh Madupe. We deliver a perspective of positivity to many of the global challenges humanity faces. The show that covers all the stories that you want to hear. We come with a respective, respectable humour, a bit of sensitivity, but we unravel the topics which shapes our future destinations. Well said, Tosh. Well said. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm not too bad, and it's great to be on the show today. And we give you a warm welcome from the sunny studios in the Shard. Well, it's not sunny outside today. It's bitterly cold. But very, very cold. London's always a lovely place to be in. It is indeed. It is indeed. And it's good to be here, Tosh, for the first ever show, the first ever PT show, making history today, sir. Oh, yes. And when you say we're making history, there's also history being made in the UK, because today we come out of the second lockdown, but we're now in a three tier system around the UK. That's history. Yeah. What tier are we in? I believe most of the UK, well, most of England, I should say, is in a tier two. But certain bubbles may be in a tier one like Cornwall and other parts of the UK and England are in tier three. So it's a bit confusing, but we'll get to that later in the show. Sure, we will do. You sure will do. So welcome to your listening ears for the first time ever. This is the first ever PT show. Uh, where we're going to review the year, aren't we, Tosh? Yeah, it's been a very difficult year for many. Mm, And we'd like to take you back through that journey that all of a sudden an unprecedented pandemic hits the world. Mm. And do we call them highlights or lowlights, really? Because, you know, Mm. highlights are really, it's an exciting kind of descriptive word, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people have suffered a lot of economic burdens due to this pandemic coming from, as uh, the orange man, Donald Trump, would say, remember him? China. Yeah, remember China. Yeah. With that very descriptive sound when he said that to that, you know, in, you know, inconsoling reporter asking him, why are you using the word China, China in yeah. that phrase? Yes. You know, but we'll get on to the orange man later <laughs> in the show as well. Yeah, but on a serious note there, you, you touched on briefly before we zoom into the year. Um Levels of anxiety and stress. I think this year is you've really seen an upsurge in people being um, stressed um, by the by the events of the year. Really, yeah, the events yeah. of the year of as, as I mentioned earlier, been unprecedented, and we need to take you through that so you can just recap on how we've got to December the second. Absolutely, absolutely. So we go back in time. Let's let's go back to the beginning of the year and just talk over some of the things that have happened uh, this year you know sometimes when you celebrate you know most of us celebrate uh, beginning of the year you have a little party maybe a little sing song yeah you've got your new year's resolutions you're you're looking forward to a year yeah but unfortunately whilst we were looking forward there was a major happening in china in regards to the pandemic Mm. but we'll touch on that later Mm. we moved into the year with what we started the last quarter of 2019 mm. with Boris Johnson coming into power and the Brexit. Yeah. It's the withdrawal agreement. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. I think, um, and that was the main flavour of the last few years, wasn't it? It was, it was all about the Brexit and getting out of Europe or not getting out of Europe or getting out with a deal or getting out with no deal. But 
due to the election that gave Boris and the Conservative Party the right numbers, didn't it? And, yes, and, 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 the, and the, you know to take to take us through. Well, what he done is obviously won the majority of seats, mm-hmm. which was another remarkable uh, feat by this Prime Minister. And basically, they ratified the European Withdrawal Agreement Mm. Act of 2020. Mm. This is an act of Parliament in which the UK makes legal provision for ratifying the Brexit Withdrawal Agreement and incorporating it into domestic law of the UK. It is the most most significant constitutional piece of legislation to be passed by Parliament of the Boris Johnson government. And in, uh, at the end of that, it comes with, we shall leave the UK on January the 31st. Yes, yes, which is not too far from where we are now in terms of the, the, the date. So what else is very prominent in January? January, if you remember, you know, at the beginning of the year, then obviously the Labour Party formally begun to search for uh, a new leader, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, but midway through, I think about midway through through January as well, Tosh, we started to hear more noises about Prince Harry and Meghan, didn't we? Oh, yes, yes, yeah? yes. I remember the Stepping Queen back. saying that, you know, mm. following many months of conversations and more, recently, and more recent mm. discussions, she was pleased that together, now that, you know, phrase, they were together, found a constructive and supportive way for my grandson and his family to leave the royal household. Right. You're quoting her? Yeah. Well, well you know, <laughs> you I just find grandson. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Queen said it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it was, it was odd, wasn't it? It was not, it was not phase of time. Yes. Because Meghan and, and, and Harry, you know, was going through kind of turmoil and troubles with the press and with people kind of hounding them. Yeah, lots of people couldn't understand that, but people were hounding them, they said, and they were looking for a different way. They wanted a way out together, didn't they? Yeah, and then it ended with the Sussex, uh, Sussexes mm. will no longer be using the HR royal titles as they are no longer working as members of the royal family. And no longer getting paid for it either. Yeah, this was just like, they weren't just leaving, it was almost like they were stepping back with a complete entirety mm. of no longer doing royal duties. Mm. Mm. It but was a hey, weird phase. It was a weird phase, wasn't it? That was January. Mm. Mm. Now we move into February. Yeah, February. And on February the 1st, and I make our listeners know, just in case they want to send something in, that's my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to... Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah we'll we, we go back to that. But anyway, three European countries now state... They're going to refuse extradition treaties for their citizens if they're committed atrocities in this U- in the UK. Can you believe that? Mm. And I'm going to name those countries. Right. I've got to name them. We've got Austria, Germany and Slovenia actually confirming on the 1st of February, I remind you my birthday, <laughs> that they will not extradite their nationals to the UK if they commit a crime now you can wonder or you can now fathom why many people do not like being part of the european union mm, interesting interesting and also also in february then um on a slightly different note because i remember these incidents where we had two major storms didn't we storm chiara and oh, yes. uh, storm dennis 
right? You know, I think within a week of each other. And I remember being outside my front house trying to hold my face up anyway. So I, I definitely remember them very, very well indeed. But that's, that's you know, brings us to a bigger topic, which we'll obviously discuss later on at some point in terms of, you know, the global warming and the movement in our uh, temperatures and the movement in our kind of weather um, um, and situations. And yeah. we had big storms um, that were uh, un- unheard of, unprecedented, too close together as well. And then in February, we get the first inkling of the situation unfolding in China mm. about COVID-19 because a British man becomes quarantined on a cruise ship. I believe the cruise ship's called Diamond Cruise. Mm. And unfortunately, he dies from this. Mm. And this is the first time now where our focus is taken off of Brexit. And now we're beginning to understand this pandemic that we've been witnessing unfolding in China, Mm. in Wuhan, is now very much affecting us as British nationals. And I believe that's the very first time that we now take stock of the situation mm, mm. Yeah, yeah I think you're right there I think it starts to we start to see more of it on our TV screens don't we then we've, at that point we've seen a lot overseas and we start to then really understand and get the weight of what's what's going on with regards to to, to, to COVID so we step into March now mm, mm, mm. and I believe there's an announcement or something happens yeah, in March I think, I think around about the 23rd if I'm not wrong um, there's a, an address by Boris Johnson who announces a UK-wide lockdown with immediate effect. Um, and that was obviously to contain the, the spread of uh, coronavirus and people shouldn't leave their homes for limited purposes. Do you remember that, Tosh? Yeah, uh, very yeah. much so, because <laughs> this is based upon his understanding of what's going on worldwide. Mm. In Italy, it's out of control. I believe on that day, uh, around about... 743 people were Mm. pronounced dead Mm. 141 more Mm. than the Monday Mm. then we see the numbers of deaths has risen Mm. around the world Mm -hmm. Uh, our own health uh, secretary Matt Hancock Mm. says a temporary hospital will be put in situ yeah yeah. This is going to be based around the Excel Centre in London. Right, that's right. Um, and it's consisting of two wards, mm-hmm. which will hold approximately 4,000 patients should the need arise. Yeah, yeah. There's an announcement for 250,000 NHS workers to come to help this national crisis. Mm. And people come. Mm. You know, yeah, India goes up, into a up. total lockdown. Mm. So you can now see the pandemic is taking hold. Olympics are now confirmed that they won't happen this year mm. and cases around the world already approach 400,000 mm. within a month of us really getting into this notion from the first person in the UK being diagnosed to a worldwide pandemic yeah. now taking toll with death cases. Yeah, yeah. And we, and we start to see the beginnings of that point of what really started to happen to the economy. The pound was falling. The Bank of England made two big cuts down to, I think, 0.1 in terms of interest rates. And all that happened in March because we now knew at that point in time this was going to be a difficult time with shutdown. I believe it was 0.25 at the time. 
And then yeah. maybe, and did it drop then even it lower, lower later? That's correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we move into April, mm. and all of a sudden, Labour Party. Yeah, and it wasn't April the first. It wasn't an April Fool. It was it was Mr. Keir Starmer taking over the leadership of the Labour Party, and also it was Angela Rayner who was elected as as the deputy leader of the party. Mm. So at this point now, we started to see the new Labour begin to show its teeth and show its face um, um, and it was Keir Starmer in the hot chair in the hot seat but what I did like about him he apologised for the stain of anti-Semitism yes, in did. the Labour Party mm-hmm. and that, that is a clear issue that was engulfing um, Mr Corbyn Mr Corbyn's reign during the time and I believe he mentions it tear he wants to tear out this poison by its roots mm-hmm. and he will now turn to the Jewish community and offer them an apology and to try and encompass them, encompass them back into the party. Mm, mm-hmm. Like you say, reach out Absolutely. and let's move forward. Yes, indeed. indeed, indeed. That's, that, that shows the progress of a, a good leader at the beginning of his reign. Yeah, state his intention from the, from the outset. Well, the following day, we have our own queen of the country making a statement to the media, to mm. the country. You know, normally this is un, a, a, a thing that's done on her birthday and stuff like that. And Christmas. But, yeah, and Christmas. She, she now makes an address to the nation and the Commonwealth about the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, yeah. And it's a rare broadcast. And I remember she obviously paid tribute within that to, to the key workers the NHS as well and I think I can't remember when Clap for Kira started but um, um, she was kind of integral in that wasn't she yes and uh, and her son the Prince of Wales paid his own tri- tribute because he had recently been diagnosed in May I mean sorry in March mm. of the, the coronavirus himself mm. so you know the family's very much in tune to the problems that countries and nations and our own country yeah. is facing with this pandemic that now has engulfed the world mm, mm, mm. so yeah. uh, later in that month of that, april yeah i think around near the end of the month then we have the we have the first, first trial first human trial yeah human yeah. trial in the uk yeah, yeah. of uh, a, a vaccine mm. which is trying to now control the spread of the virus and in the UK a company from Oxford now is pioneering a new vaccine mm. for the people did we know, did we know at that time Tosh or did we know at that time that they were working with AstraZeneca or did we just know it as Oxford no we just we it was just a place there's a a medical facility a pharmaceutical yeah. facility mm. in Oxford had now started this research yeah. at the same time we had Formula One mm. and various other companies bringing their services free to charge to try and stop the spread of this virus because it had shut down most of the economy, the sporting events Mm. and, you know, public interaction. So everybody was coming together to Mm. try and give us some form of... um, Way out. Way Mm. way out of this Mm. situation. Mm. And, And then later in that month, we begin to see the real economic results of this pandemic affecting England, uh, the UK, the world, because some popular brands started to 
fall into liquidation mm. administrators coming in mm. um, this is where we lost one of the uh, favourite stores for clothing Oasis and Warehouse mm. closed yeah. but not just closing with the loss of 1,800 jobs you know now we're finding that the country's locked down these people were not going to come back to work afterwards because they're the businesses have shut. Businesses have shut. And I think despite, you know, the government support with furlough, I think a lot of the companies on the high street anyway, I think there was an issue anyway with competition from the online, online the online marketplace. I think that's definitely there. So one little tip, which is what this was, um, which was a big bash anyway for them, it kind of took them over the edge and we started to see companies. And this is where we see the growth difficult. of Amazon coming into play. Yep. You know, in position with its online Businesses, postal services, mm. delivery you know, infrastructure yeah. taking over yeah. many of the organisations around the world just because it has that facility to deliver yeah. Yeah. products, yeah. resources, okay. essential services yeah. to yeah. the yeah. world. It could do that. Yeah. So we go on to the share price of Amazon later <laughs> in the show. And yeah. now we, we move out of April and mm. then we move into May. And I I say that with real (coughs) reservation because this is the time that we now encounter a real uprising to the racial tensions around the world Mm -hmm. about the black race. And unfortunately, a great citizen of the US is killed in really grotesque grotesque circumstances mm. when you watched the video of the George Floyd incident yeah it was a killing that rocked the world because he was killed by supposedly law abiding employees who are there to protect citizens mm. of the country yeah and they inflicted such a horrific Murder upon this man in broad daylight that it com- it it created outrage, mm. not mm. just in the US but around the world. Yeah, definitely it did. It did indeed. Um, and I remember um, seeing or starting to look at that video that was going around virally, um, and I remember just being totally shocked um, because of what we were witnessing. I remember thinking, Josh, um, that, well, this has happened a few times before, different people, different scenarios, the names, all the names don't spring to mind right now, but, you know, injustice um, in America, black people being killed at the hands of the people that's supposed to be taking care of the community. Um, And this just looked evil. It didn't sit right with me. Oh, oh, it didn't sit right with me at all. I mean, um, unfortunately, and... um, slightly disregarding social distancing at the time there was the marches that took place on june the 6th i think yeah june the 6th there was a lot there was a big ferrari weren't there yeah ever since that particular incident had happened all daily there were things going on and yeah. it culminated in and i'd have to tell the viewers our wonderful viewers that are listening in i joined these marches you did it because did. that horrific killing that was shown to the world didn't just there was an outpour of grief 
but we realized that the uh, authorities were no longer protecting us as citizens, mm. no matter where we were mm. in the world at the time. Everybody started to self reflect on their own situation mm. and they just said, enough is enough. We're not accepting this. And in different forms, worldwide people came out on the streets you know i can remember in italy even in china in in, in yep. australia yep. Uh, in New african Zealand. countries was, around yeah. the world mm. in the caribbean everybody came out for this horrific killing absolutely and then we started to hear more about that hashtag the biggest hashtag of the year hashtag black lives matter or hashtag blm and I think because of them, we started to hear more stories and this, this story really gained traction because that was the um, title, really. That was the name of the cause yes. Yes, that people cottoned on to, really. It, was, well, it wasn't just a killing of a black man anymore. It was Black Lives Matter. And we had, we had uh, campaigns like Blackout Tuesday, you did. Black Squares on the social media. Yep. It sparked a debate. It made people aware. Yep. You know, that that was now the fury of the people now using their power, their yep. economic power. And this is something that the the Black Lives Matter, the BLM, the the issues of racism and segregation and isolation all brought to the forefront in, you know, people started to share anti-racist literature and films mm -hmm. instead of remaining silent. It brought a big, big energy. Yeah, and another thing that was key on this subject though, those marches, and you went as well, those yes. protests uh, all over the world, especially here and in the US, the biggest noticeable thing was it wasn't just black people on the streets anymore. This was everybody. Yeah, I mean, black, white, Asian, everybody was marching due to the. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the George Rock Floyd. Johnson, actually had a hundred and eighty-five million followers, and he simply posted a black square with mm. the hashtag "Normalize Equality" right. and "Blackout Tuesday." Absolutely, that's you know, with that type of reach, you know, this showed you that. Now people had woken up and they were no longer going to accept this anymore. Yeah, the big conversation had started. The real conversation, the one that was being hidden before, was, was, was taking place now. You know, and there was, you know, conversations with CEOs, chairmen of companies and all sorts. Yeah. So that's a big story. So we were just going to close off on that for now. Part yeah. one, part one of the PT show review for 2020. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we see you right after the break.